Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are so excited to have our next next guest joining us here live, Marcello Bronzi. Yes, he's an author of books and op-eds, The Liberal Record, How Liberals Change the World, opednews.com. You can find out more from him there, of course, and he is theliberalrecord.com. Welcome to the show today. How are you? I'm doing great, Jill. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Outstanding. A pleasure to have you here. Congratulations on all your success. Yeah, it's been a long trip, but it's been good. Oh, fantastic. Well, first and foremost, uh, if you don't mind, would you mind sharing a little bit about uh, your company and your services? I know we've got the big book to talk about, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> I'd like to talk about the book, but before that, it's probably a good idea to talk about my background. Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> you get an idea of, you know, basically who I am. I uh, agree. I know you always had a passion yeah. for learning. Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Yeah, uh, well, uh, just a few highlights. Um, I got a master's degree in systems engineering a long time ago. And uh, subsequent to that, I got a job as a uh, spacecraft engineer uh, spacecraft engineer on the Apollo moon landing rocket. So I have, you know, if you want to talk about that, we can share some of the adventures of, uh, you know, the Apollo program when I was a spacecraft engineer. Wow. And then there, <clears throat> I, um, I went up uh, Mount Everest and the training and the experience of going up Mount Everest, uh, is, you know, might be of some interest to some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, one other, there's other things, but I'm just going to keep it short. Uh, <clears throat> one other thing that you know, people might be interested in is I, <clears throat> I have a lot of ideas I could share with uh, on making making money and investments. Uh, there is a very easy and safe and uh, a way of making as much money as you want doesn't involve any tricks or any magic or any anything like that. But that's another topic that uh, I'd be happy to share with you and your audience sometime. Um, so that's just a rough <clears throat> background thumbnail of myself. Uh, <clears throat> regarding the book, um, I think as you mentioned, the name of the book is The Liberal Record, How Liberals Change the World. Mm-hmm. And the website is the same name, www.theliberalworker.com. And uh, so a couple of things I want to mention about that before talking about any of the contents in the book. Um, One very important point is that the the book is not a book of opinions. I I really don't like opinions. I hate opinions. I, I don't. It's, it's, you know, you know what I mean? Like people uh, got, they go off on a tangent about what this, that, uh, whatever, and it's, it's just a lot of baloney. My book, <clears throat> I spent three years in research, and I dug up all kinds of facts and figures and charts and tables and data and statistics and everything. The book has 21 charts in it. I know people like to see charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one example of some of the research I did, <clears throat> There's um, there's been some controversy about the Civil War, what it was about, what it was for, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So I dug up the 1861 Texas Articles of Secession, 
mm-hmm. and they're in the book, and you read that, and you'll see exactly what the Civil War was about. They didn't cut any corners. They, they came right out, and they were happy to say that, you know, the Northerners, uh, they don't know anything, they're stupid, they, you know, they think there's something wrong with slavery and stuff like that. Uh, so anyway, that should put that to rest about what the Civil War was all about, you know, and that kind of stuff. Um, so anyway, yeah, I did. I, the book is full of facts and figures and things like that. One other thing I'd like to cover before we, uh, if we want to go on and talk about more details, uh, one something I consider rather relevant is the reviews that they were <clears throat> published by several you know, top-rated reviewing people. And I'd just like to read uh, 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 some, sure. a couple of comments. That, I don't know to read the whole review. It doesn't seem that long. <clears throat> but just, I'd just like to read a couple of com- uh, comments that I thought I was real happy to hear. Please. One is by Grady Harp, one of the top reviewers. He wrote, a brilliant book, highly recommended. The degree of documentation and extensive appendices is most impressive. This book is enriching and entertaining. I was happy to read that. Another one by a company called Huge Orange. Mm-hmm. Well, most nonfiction politics are dry as toast. But I devoured this book. Extensively researched the accomplishments of liberals over the past few centuries will astound you. With lively and sometimes humorous writing, it was hard for me to put it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last one. <clears throat> one last more by Maria Beltran, another reviewer. <clears throat> A must read for everyone. Well researched, highly interesting, informative book. Five stars. So it's just a few of the reviews that I got, and I was, you know, I was very happy to see those. They're all very good because I, you know, I put a lot of work into that mm-hmm. book. You know, like I said, three years of research, digging all this stuff up. So um, it's been a been a work, and it's been turned out to be pretty successful. Got a lot of attention on it. A lot of uh, reviews, good reviews, and everything. And some people will say, well, you know, why did you write the book? What was the purpose? Well, I had two purposes. <clears throat> One was to correct the definition of liberals, because liberals have been, um, people <clears throat> people have tried to redefine the word liberal, and they've done a good job of redefining the, the word liberal, which is not correct. So I have a... Um, a lot of work in the book there about the definition and accomplishments of liberals. <clears throat> and um, so that was one one goal, is to redefine exactly who and what liberals are and what they've accomplished over the years. Um, the second objective <clears throat> was to correct a lot of the misinformation that's been put out there. Uh, and I have to say, you know, my opinion, Opinion that the Democrats have done a terrible job mm-hmm. of uh, correcting all the all the misinformation that's being floated around out there. I don't know why, and I, I just think the Democrats are doing a terrible job. You know, I'll give you one example. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there was um, <clears throat> a lot of talk about this stolen election in 2020, and a lot of people are still out there. They call them uh, election deniers. And but if you do a little research, you don't even have to do research. Yet. There were 160 polls by different polling agencies, and 
This included Fox News and GOP and all the other polls. And before the election, all those polls, I took an average, I actually calculated an average of them, and the average was exactly what the outcome of the election was. I mean, like, right on the button, right? No, it was exactly right. So now it's completely impossible for all the, you know, all the polls, projections by Fox News and everybody to predict the exact outcome if there had been all kinds of fraud and stolen elections and all this other stuff. So, you know, that's just a simple point that is not being made known to the general public. And that's, you know, one of the things that kind of bugs me. I really think people should be given all the information. You know, democracy really does not work if people are not given complete and accurate information. And I think that's a big problem in America today. Uh, give me one more example. <clears throat> people don't realize that you'll never hear this on Fox News, but Geo, the Republican Party passed a law that prohibited the free market and capitalism. Uh, you say, well, that's crazy. I don't believe that. Well, no, <laughs> it's true. They... Um, they were putting together the Medicare drug bill some time ago, and they actually had, I mean, Bill Tarleton was in charge of it. They actually had the drug companies write the bill, and the bill explicitly states that <clears throat> there is no market negotiations or trade-offs or, or uh, free markets are, are, are legal. It's, you have to pay whatever the drug company tells you to pay. That's it. No, no question. Well, <laughs> the Republicans are always going on about free markets, and here they pass a law that outlawed the free market. Well, again, that's something that people aren't aware of, you know. And I just think people need to be very real, aware of everything that's going on. Uh, one other item I think is rather important. Is uh, and very people know this, and I blame the Democrats again. That uh, the economy, the GDP, jobs, stock market, uh, profits, uh, incomes, everything—all of the metrics—they are always better under Democrats. But nobody knows that. You ask people on the street, "Oh, what's the economy better under Republicans or Democrats?" Oh, oh, it's Republicans because that's what they've been told. And they believe that. But you look at the numbers, and I've done a lot of research on it. Uh, the, the, if you look at up the numbers, the economy has always done significantly better under Democrats. Um, the, uh, let, me, uh, let me give you one more, just for example. Uh, everybody in America pretty much is in favor of background checks. I mean, if you take a poll, it'll come out like 90% of the people are in favor of background checks. Well, they came up for a vote in the Congress, and believe it or not, 100% of the Republicans voted against background checks. You know, and then they got some reason why they didn't like it, whatever. But the point is that people are not made aware of these things. You know, so there's a whole bunch of stuff like this that's in the book. And that's, um, you know, I think it's important that people be uh, made aware of these basic facts and information that's critical in in, in making an election, running elections. Um, 
some of the other things that are in the book are you know, the story of the great divide. How you know, mm-hmm. long time ago there was no big uh, split between the Republicans. Yeah, they had different opinions and voted differently and all that. But today, I'm sure everybody is aware of it, that there's an extreme difference between the two parties. It's almost, well, it is violent in many cases. Uh, that's never happened in history. You know, so what happened? What? How did that come about? What changed? What changed? Well, I again, I looked into it and found that some events, and I think I'll just uh, leave it. As a, I don't want to make a make a spoiler alert. <laughs> I'll just say that if you go back and look at 1987, you will find what actually happened, and it's. Pretty interesting. Uh, <clears throat> the rules were changed, the laws were changed, and ever since then, uh, we've been a country totally divided, completely split. Uh, I mean, just, you know, it's not, no gray, all black and white, no, not a bit of gray. So, uh, <clears throat> that, you know, that's uh, another story that I go into in detail. Uh, in the book, and another thing people are not aware of, and I think they should be, but you know, you talk to them and they, they're really not aware of all these things. That's you know, that, like I'm saying, that's all this stuff is valuable information that's in the book, and people should be aware of it. For example, yeah. the, Repub- the accomplishments of liberals, and I have like a, a whole page or more of accomplishments. Mm-hmm. I'll just give you a couple right off sure. the top of my head. Uh, uh, liberals uh, were responsible for women voting. Uh, liberals were responsible for the 40-hour work week. Uh, the, it was liberals who wrote the Declaration of Independence and fought the Revolutionary War. Uh, in the Revolutionary War, the conservatives were supporting the British, and at the end of the war, they ran away to Canada. Uh, the, the liberals were responsible for Social Security, uh, civil rights, uh, gay rights, everything, you know. So there's been a long history of accomplishments that most people over time have come to accept and taken for granted, but they don't realize these are all parts of the liberal progressive movement. The whole world has changed. You know, back century, two centuries ago, <clears throat> we didn't have democracy. All we had was kings and slaves, you know, and that was it. And then after printing was invented in 1461, all of a sudden people were becoming literate, they learned stuff, they read stuff, and that was a trigger that started the liberal movement of uh, democracy and freedom and, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, just changing the whole concept of you now today. You know, virtually every country in the world now is, is some kind of form of uh, uh, democracy. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, that's kind of a quick overview of the book. Um, I've been very happy with it. It's gotten a lot of good reviews. It's got it's packed with information from cover to cover. Uh, I got 21 charts in there that are everything you know, <clears throat> from surveys of people, surveys of country uh, happiness by country, which countries are the people the happiest. Surveys of um, states, you know, what states have the, the most gun murders, and there's all kinds of stuff like that in there. So it's really, really a quite an interesting 
book, I believe, anyway. Great. Well, at this uh-huh. time, we got to take a quick commercial break. Would you mind sharing uh, best form and all forms of contact? Yeah, I um, just can contact me at marcello.grazzi at aol.com. And the book is on the website, www.theliberalrecord.com. Um, Perfect. All right. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back after this break. Don't go anywhere. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, online radio box, and simple radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcast on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Have you been affected by COVID? Need help with life coaching or growing your business? I am a business psychologist, trained consultant and coach that can get you hired or get your business or nonprofit back on track. My services include strengthening and growing family-owned small businesses, career and interview coaching for individuals, resume writing, business and marketing planning, strategic planning, and consulting for small business owners. Become more during COVID. Please visit AJGanalytics.com for more. Hyundai Elantra versus Honda Civic. Look what Elantra has and what Civic doesn't. Hyundai Elantra wins every time. From the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have our guests here joining us and to have you all with us today. Absolutely. Marcello Brasi here joining us, author. And again, go to the website, theliberalrecord.com from Long Beach, California. Here's talking about, well, of course, his book and so much more. Uh, many years of research into this book. Again, uh, you know, he got the tables, the graphs, statistics, and data all used here. And go to theliberalrecord.com. You can find out more and see more reviews there as well and again uh, read some of the excerpts so welcome back to the show yeah hi hi so there's still so much more to you and what you wanted to talk about today um yeah i mean do you want to talk about some more of the reviews do you want to talk more about um you know um how you got your start uh, i'll let you take over go ahead <laughs> there's so much <laughs> yeah we're jumping out of order which is fine well, you know, there's a lot of things to talk about, you know, and I tried to summarize it, you know, as we were talking before, to try to hit the highlights. You know, I, I mentioned the good reviews and um, and the fact that uh, I, I really detest opinions. I try to stick to facts and figures and numbers and data, uh, and I don't, you know, um, because I hear so much junk in, out there about, you know, you know, it's just all opinions and you know, everybody's got a different opinion and all that, but, um, no, I, uh, you know, so I, I just, and it just bothered me. There's so much misinformation out there. And on top of that, it bothers me and probably other people, not just me, um, that the Democrats have done a terrible job, a terrible job of trying to, uh, correct all the misinformation. <clears throat> and that's, you know, part of 
what I wrote the book for is to set the record straight, you know, especially on the definition of who and what liberals are. Um, the, the basic, and you look up in the dictionary, actually, went to the dictionary and looked it up and put the dictionary definition in the book. The dictionary definition defines liberals <clears throat> as uh, people who are open to change, uh, progressive, they're accepting of different uh, ideas and uh, people and, and concepts. They're, uh, they're open to uh, changing and, and uh, new, new ideas and stuff, you know, and that, that all falls in line with, you know, the idea of uh, the abolition of slavery, civil rights, women voting, <clears throat> uh, Social Security, and all these things that our progressives have done uh, accomplished over the years is, you know, that's the nature of the liberal mentality. And typically the conservative mentality is to keep things the same. You know, in some cases that's not a bad idea. That's, I, don't, I don't argue too much with that. But uh, it's a different outlook on things. You know, the conservatives want to keep everything the same. Anything that's new or different, uh, we, you know, we don't trust it. We don't know, you know, those People are different. Those ideas are different. Uh, we're happy the way things are, you know. So that's you know the difference in the philosophical outlook uh, of the two uh, the two fractions. Now, let me mention something else. <clears throat> you know, most people, and this is something again that people should know about, but they don't. Uh, most people in the world uh, are socially liberal and fiscally conservative. So let me repeat that. The, <laughs> we talk about uh, liberals and conservatives. Well, just because you're uh, liberal doesn't mean that you're fiscally liberal. You can be, most people, including conservatives or Republicans, they, most people are, are uh, socially liberal. And, and but they're uh, they're mostly physically conservative. However, there are people that are uh, socially conservative and lib and fiscally conservative also. So there's different recording in progress. Sorry about Hello? that. Yes, no. I my apologies. I my computer went on by itself. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, things aren't always simple. You know, fiscal. I mean. Conservative and liberal, liberals are bad, conservatives are good, or whatever you, you know. That's it. If it. You know, there's too much, there's a lot of gray out there in the world that people, you know, should be made aware of, you know. And these are the kinds of things that I, I try to promote in my book. Um, I've written some op eds that we haven't talked about uh, on a website called um, opednews.com uh, under Marcello Bracci. Um, I've written like one, well, there's several of them. Most of the op-eds that I've written have been pretty popular. They get more uh, you know, more likes than any of the other op-eds. Uh, <clears throat> let, me, let me just mention one. Um, well, I don't know. Let me, I'm thinking of one, but I think I'll mention another one. Um, on the issue of abortion, here's something that <laughs> people have never brought up, never questioned, never even addressed the issue. And when I brought it up to people who are against abortion, they just give me a blank stare and they don't know what to say. Um, 
here it is. Here's what I'm talking about. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of you know, pretty much everybody is against late late term abortions. I don't, I don't think that's quite an issue. But late term abortions, that's you know, that's not even open for discussion. As far as I'm concerned, everybody's against that. <clears throat> the question is the early term abortions, and they try to draw the line at you know, you know, six weeks, two months, uh, all different things. But there's a lot of people out there that think. Abortion from the very instant of conception is is not allowed. You can't. In other words, two seconds after conception, if you uh, practice any kind of abortion, that's immoral, illegal, uh, inhumane, whatever. And a lot of that is based on religious beliefs. You know, <clears throat> I was raised very religious, and um, you know, the, the concept was that as soon as conception happens. Um, you know, you have a, a living soul, a human being that's, you know, an immortal soul that's, you know, going to go to heaven or hell or live or whatever, you know. And um, so that's a religious point of view, which I'm quite familiar with. I was an altar boy for many years. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, a, <clears throat> I'm not... Um, well, let me continue the... Uh, the thing that nobody ever mentions or never even brings up and is confusing to people is that when a, 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 an egg, a, a human egg, is fertilized by the by the sperm, it beca- it starts to it starts to uh, divide, split and divide. It's, it's so, yep. so you have the stage, and yep, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get. You know, and it starts to divide, and that, and then after seven days, it, it's out of the fallopian tube, and it attaches to the uterine wall. Okay. Now, <clears throat> this what the way it's the way the book says it's supposed to happen, and it does. However, the thing that nobody, well, gynecologists uh, know, but most people don't know, <laughs> is it about. Fifty percent of those fertilized eggs never make it to the uterine wall. They never make it. They just get to go away. <laughs> they, they're gone, um, and that's just nature. I and mean, it's you know, it, I I called it natural abortions or whatever you want to call it. Um, now the question is, and I'm going to get a little, you know, get into a little bit of religiosity. Um, all those fertilized eggs that are lost, supposedly, according to the religious people, they all have souls, and they're human beings. Because they're, you know, they're gone. <laughs> uh, so, how, you know, how do they account for that? What do you, is that normal? Is that okay? I mean, uh, you know, what happens to all those lost, uh, you know, fertilized eggs? I mean, they're actually, according to the theological definition, they're all human, live human beings, you know, living. So that's an open question, but then I go to a one step farther, and I say, again, with my religious background, um, I say, so all those human beings that are gone, and they were never more than eight cells, uh, or 16 cells, where do they go? They pop up in heaven, and, and well, what, what, how do they, how, what are they doing in heaven? I mean, is it is some, you know, zygote named Isabel and, uh, and she speaks voodoo or something? Or well, who are they? What are they? What are, 
mean, how do they accommodate? How does Sam accommodate these people? And are they are they intelligent, living human beings that have no idea of their life? Or I, it's just all confusing. I, you know, that's all I'm trying to say. It's all. It's all muddled, confusing. Uh, <laughs> well, we appreciate you having you here. We are just about out of time, unfortunately, though. We have to go. Uh, would you mind sharing uh, the best form and all forms of contact again for our listeners? Sure. <clears throat> the email is Marcello, that's what one L, dot Bracci, with two Zs, at AOL.com. And the website for the book uh, also has a video. Is www.theliberalrecord, all one word, dot com. Perfect. Well, thank you again for being here, for joining us and enlightening us today, and looking forward to the next time we connect. To all of our listeners, please stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No. Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.